Welcome to day nine of the 31 days of podcasting. We are still going. We're almost there. We're almost into the double digits very soon. Uh, but we are still going strong. And of course, I'm trying to make sure that you don't just listen to my voice through the entire 31 days. We've had some awesome guests already. We have some great guests coming up as well. And tonight is no exception. I have somebody uh, hanging out with me to have a conversation tonight. So who is joining me on Skype this evening? This is uh, David Shepard, also known as Sheppy in the Game Crafter chat. Yes. So if uh, you don't mind, for the most part through this one, I'm going to pretty much probably call him Sheppy the entire time because that's pretty much how I know David at this point. Well, it's kind of inescapable because I know a lot of gamers locally and a lot of them are David. So you got to figure out a way to kind of distinguish yourself in in a ocean of Davids. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, Pretty much. (laughs) All right. Sheppy is a game designer, like you said. Sheppy is a designer that I tend to like to watch. Does that sound creepy, David? (laughs) No, sounds about fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's got some absolutely beautiful games he's got some really great designs and he's kind of been down a long road to try to potentially get one published and he's also been kicking around the kickstarter idea from time to time so he's somebody that i've had quite a lot of conversations with for various reasons all the way from games he's working on to games he's already made to uh games I've I've sat in on while he's still kind of in the prototyping stage to trying to get published to Kickstarter the whole whole gambit of things but it all kind of starts with the fact that we're both alumni over at the Game Crafter. So do you recall when you first joined the Game Crafter community? Oh wow that is a long, long time ago. That's way back in the white box days. <laughs> I still got some of those around here. Yeah, I had gone in because I started working on a couple of uh, private projects and found them as far as printing and tried to get uh, haiku made and sold onto the store, which was really, really hard. But what ended up happening there was I kind of abandoned the site for about a year, and then I had to come back whenever I was trying to get cards printed up for the next version of Imps versus Puppies. So I'd have to say probably, geez, has it been five years? Probably about yeah. five years, five, six. <laughs> so I, I've been there since like 2009, and I've been kind of part of the community off and on since slightly after their inception because that's when I first met JT and crew uh, was when they were still doing local cons and stuff to get the word out. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's about that long. (laughs) Five, five, six years makes sense for where we're at now. (laughs) Yeah, kind of time flies on that. (laughs) You've been there for an extended amount of time so i guess uh let's go with what keeps you in the game crafter community then for the the link that you've been there well i'm always working on the next game design and it's a great place to actually bounce ideas off other people to see if you're going uh, forward or if you're taking a bit of a step backwards and also the community is just really great it's one of the communities that you just kind of log in and you know which names are repeating 
Yeah, I've really enjoyed it mostly for that reason. Is I mean, that's that's why I kind of stay around. It's it is a very uh, welcoming and helpful community, and it it is the to me the true sense of the word community um, versus some other places that I've hung out for a while and and maybe not stuck with, but. The reason why I'm still there, why I eventually accepted, you know, like the curator position from JT and kind of eventually transitioned that into JT and I doing the Game Crafter podcast all centers around the fact that I love the community and I want to give something back to that community that is so overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. And I've been listening to all those crafter casts too. So. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. We, we, we need, uh, all the listeners we can get. Actually, that one is, we're, JT and I both are extreme. I joke a lot about the All Us Geek stuff, but I really, JT and I are very happy with how the Game Crafter podcast has been accepted so far. I don't want to joke around and downplay that one too much because we are pretty blown away by the reception so far. Yeah. So my normal default mode is to go into, ah, well, at least we have one listener, but <laughs> that's clearly not true on the Game Crafter podcast. Yeah. Well, just judging by your Patreon. Yeah. We, we, you know, that's, I, wow. I'm still floored and humbled by that. It's been crazy. And when we launched it, I think both Jordan and I are like, well, we'll be happy if, $5 a month is more than we're getting right now, so it, it'll help. And that was kind of our, our high-end goal, I think. <laughs> we just weren't mm. sure what the reception would be. Sheppy and I both tend to attend proto-spiels and are kind of big advocates of proto-spiels. So why do you like to attend those type of events? Well, to start out with, I think that was where I actually met you the first time. Proto-spiel Milwaukee one year yep so i had never heard of you guys uh so no offense there but uh i knew of king not zombie king yes games in the chat room and then that eventually became king me games but i had never made the connection so (laughs) you're not alone there it's not the first time i've heard that (laughs) yeah but yeah that was that was the year yeah i went to the milwaukee one and jt and i kind of hung out table to table and played all the different games together. That was a good, that was my first proto spiel, I believe as well. Yeah, and I think that was actually the first time I met JT in person as well. And the rest is history. <laughs> oh yeah, he he's one of my biggest fans. He told me on uh, the chat just today. <laughs> Which we're talking that was 2013, I believe was that proto spiel Milwaukee was the last time I went to Milwaukee. And we've gone from that to getting to know each other and then as you know matt warden was on recently of course so we had to talk about the wonderful road trip we all took together so sheppy was in the car for that as well when we went to protospiel uh michigan and Mm -hmm. was in on the uh road trip for that one actually kind of took a last minute spot on that where we were all glad that you were you were along and came along and and we had such a good time on that entire trip yeah that one was kind of uh up in the air for me because at the time liz couldn't really come with me to that one and just the fact that i could get in was one of those things like okay i'll take a quick trip i'll go up to uh because i know i did the ann arbor one the year before but 
I had kind of written it off until the offer came up, and then I'm like, okay, why not? <laughs> that was a great road trip. Again, that was you know me, you, and Matt Warden, and Jason Glover, and that was just a overwhelmingly great road trip overall, just from conversation and and mm-hmm. uh, getting to know people that we've you know all of us have all kind of hung out at one point or another in the Game Crafter chat. So having all of us in you know a physical location. And having those type of conversations was just a great thing to have happen. And again, it just kind of speaks volumes to the community because those are, are four, four people in a car that also happen to hang out over on the Game Crafter quite a bit. Yeah. Plus, let's not forget the lengthy discussion of pink champagne. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which we will happily leave in the past. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, and and here we are, Sheppy. We're getting ready to approach another Proto Spiel Milwaukee here soon. Mm-hmm. I believe you're planning on te- attending. I'm actually planning on attending when I originally wasn't going to be able to, but now I will be. Uh, and I'm going to be hanging out and road tripping, doing another road trip, but road trip with a, a local game designer here. That this will be his first Proto Spiel, so that's kind of cool f- on my end as well. I'm I'm happy to kind of go along and see somebody attend for the first time and and kind of see what they think of of that type of event. Yeah, because one of the uh, first things that's different from uh, playtesting with your local groups and stuff like that is uh, most of your playtesters are not looking for real ways to improve it, but rather just what they think of it and then they're ready to move on. But whenever you're in a room of designers, even if the game gets botched, you know, if it's a bad game, then everybody kind of almost piles on and tries to make it a decent game. Yeah, if you don't, especially if you don't mind um, stopping and starting, right? I mean, because yeah. I think uh, I had a conversation with somebody here recently who said, is Protospiel for me? And we sat down and went through all the things. And to their credit, they they went, nope, nope, you're right. That I now know I, I shouldn't go to Protospiel. And it, it wasn't a game designer, so on one end, that's fine. But somebody that really didn't wasn't into giving that detail of feedback and really didn't like the idea of games just stopping and starting and continuing on. So it was it was good for them to kind of hear all the things that kind of go on there. But for a game designer, especially, it's a very valuable event to, mm-hmm. like you said, get that v- feedback from other people that are designing games, people that are fine with you bringing, you know, again, just things that are hand-drawn and and you scribble on the cards and make changes as you go. Uh, you know, we sat in on several games where it was like, oh, no, you know, that's that's not working. Can we start over and do it this way? And everybody at the table is usually very accommodating of that kind of stuff. So it's a huge... I love sitting through that creative process with so many creative people. It really kind of... By the end of a protospiel event, I'm fired up to kind of design even more on my way out the door. <laughs> oh, definitely. But typically I go in there with not exactly fully polished games, but at least semi-polished. So I kind of make mistakes there. So what do you got kind of going on that you're looking forward to bringing to uh, this next protospiel? The main one that I'm going to try to get a lot of play test in, because personally I'm really excited about it. It's currently known as Alchemist Guild. And that was a uh, deck builder that I tried to make a long time ago. And it just bottom out failed. But the more recent uh, reimagining, as it were, that one's been going along smooth. 
I just need to work out the larger issues of that one, and then it's just a matter of balancing it and getting that one ready to go. Cool. So you were able to take something that originally you kind of had to set aside and and was definitely not working, and you finally got the the sparks you needed to kind of get it to a place where you're pretty happy with it at this point? Oh, yeah. And uh, what it really took was, as you know, I'm always, always making the next game, the new thing, the uh, God, I, I think I'm close to 50 prototypes that I've made at this point. But a couple of my games that I made a long time ago were just so busted and awful that I don't really know what to do with them. So it kind of takes stripping down what I wanted to accomplish with it versus what it was actually doing. And then just going, okay, well, how can I adjust this dramatically? For example, the Alchemist Guild, the first build of it, this was before all the alchemy games started coming out, by the way, so I may be retheming. But it started out as a 780-card deck builder. So as you imagine, getting those <laughs> printed out. And then the sad thing was majority of that game didn't really work. And now it's down to, I'd say, maybe 100 cards if it's fully bloated. And then it's just got a bunch of uh, wooden cubes. So it's kind of transported itself into, instead of being a deck builder, more of a deck bagger. Nice. So that's something that I can look forward to getting some plays in at Protospiel Milwaukee then. Oh, absolutely. In fact, if Chris Slater is there, I may even be handing him off a copy to playtest because he said, like this last Saturday, I went up to a game store to meet up with uh, Chris Slater and uh, Jason Glover as well as uh, Ben Pereiro. And we all met up and I broke out Alchemist Guild and they all really agreed that it was a strong concept, just needed a lot of the uh, bigger problems worked out. And one of them was the quest. And I'm proud to say that uh, playtesting yesterday, the quest system is now fully working the way I intended it to. Now everything else just needs to fall in place. Since you are my honored guest for the evening, I'm going to let it slide that you mentioned leader several times. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you get the fancy new version of Trainmaker, and I have the old uh, Game Crafter version sitting here in front of me. Yes, we are going to hopefully have our video out. I think we're shooting. uh, We we were going to shoot it this weekend, and then I had my back go out. So Megan and I are currently talking about shooting that video this Wednesday so we can get it out. And and since the... uh, Kickstarter is launching tomorrow, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're gonna have it shortly afterwards because I don't know, I don't know what originally happened, but apparently at some point when Jason and I were talking, he was thinking of running a longer campaign, I guess. And so I actually had it on my calendar to shoot the video, like when they were almost done, when he finally announced it, and I was like, "Well, that won't work." <laughs> So yeah, Megan and I kind of scrambled and retooled and, and yeah, we're going to shoot it this week so we can have it out hopefully like by this weekend or something like that. Yeah. We're looking forward to doing that one. Yeah. Cause, uh, I've been seeing what he's done with it and it's been really impressive. So, and then, uh, I think I also played food town throwdown by Ben. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As well as uh city of gears by who, who must not be named. <laughs> yes. And Liz has informed me that we will probably be backing both of those whenever they hit Kickstarter as well. Nice. 
Yeah, I still got my old copy of City of Gears around here, uh, not put together because of the amount of stickers. <laughs> oh, wow. So he didn't do the whole uh, applying the stickers for you, but accidentally giving you a broken box thing? <laughs> well, this was, um, I bought it outright. This, it, it had been sitting in my cart forever, and I finally bought it. This was way before it got signed for Arcane Wonders. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of sitting here, but then it was just like, well, I've got this game and it's got, it's got all the dice stickers on it. And we all know how I feel about dice stickers. So it's just sitting <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> well, you should give it a shot. It's a pretty good one. Boot Town Throwdown, too. I got a copy of that here recently. I'm going to, for Ben's relaunch, I want to do a video for him as well. So we're going to work that in, too. Mm-hmm. It's a real nice filler. I think on our play test, it kind of stalled and he was uh, trying to apologize for it. And it's like, dude, it's a card game. This will happen one out of every 80 times, no matter what you do. <laughs> so, but it eventually picked back up and I won. <laughs> like I said, I think it, I just got it like last week, maybe mm. or the week before. Yeah. After he kind of started looking at what he needed to do for a relaunch. So uh, he, he sent it my way and. I'm looking forward to, to 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 looking at that one as well. Add add it to the Tub O review games. <laughs> Get out here soon. All right. Well, I think uh, again we we try to keep these relatively short so that I can actually do something with it this evening and and still get sleep. <laughs> understandable do you have any ways that you would like people if they're if they are interested in what you're working on or or following you do you have uh, any social media or a website that you want to share well i really need to get off my butt and update uh www.twitchfactory.com that one's a bit uh outdated missing like 10 games by now <laughs> As well as I do have a Twitter handle, at Twitch Factory. Those are primarily it, but you'll probably see me in the chat room more than anything. Yes. You can always find him over at the Game Crafter chat as Sheppy if he's uh, available. Yeah, he pops in and out quite a bit. Uh, but he is he's there and very active. And again, I'll throw those links in the show notes for his website and his Twitter. Sheppy, thanks for hanging out with me this evening, sir. Oh, thanks for the opportunity. I will thank you now, and and I appreciate you coming on and and having a conversation. And like I've always kind of told you, I mean, I I really enjoy your work. Uh, I think you you are an, an awesome and excellent game designer, and I look forward to many more games from you, sir. Well, I look forward to showing you Alchemist Guild in April. <laughs> All right, so housekeeping at the end. Uh, once again, I kind of got into a, a wonderful conversation with uh, Sheppy right away, so I did not do the shout-out at the beginning, but I actually have two shout-outs this time. What? So the first one, of course, is Nine Kingdoms. They've taken out several shout-outs throughout the month, and that is awesome. So ninekingdoms.com, but, of course, uh more importantly right now, Titans of Empyrean is on Kickstarter and is in its final days and needs a lot of love. It's a great game. Uh, Jordan and I got to look at it. We had a lot of fun with it, uh, but it definitely needs some love. Otherwise, it's going to go back into the pile, and they've got a schedule right now, so it's I'm not sure, and they're not sure exactly when a relaunch would be possible if it doesn't get funded. 
So go check out Titans of Empyrean over on Kickstarter. Again, uh, show notes or go to allusgeeks.com. We have an ad there that you can click over if you want. And our other shout out will be from Sarah Reed from uh, Project Dreamscape. So Project Dreamscape is a $16 dream chaining card game on Kickstarter that has reached four goals with the next for an expansion dream type. So go check that out. It's Project Dreamscape. Uh, a dream chaining card game over on Kickstarter. And I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Also, uh, this is one we did a initial impressions video for. So you can go check out my thoughts on this game. Uh, spoiler alert. I absolutely loved it. It was amazing. Definitely go check it out and back the Kickstarter if you haven't already. Uh, so how can you help us out? Well, here's the deal. We are going to be running a contest in April, first of all, and we're going to be giving away some games. And what we're doing is, as of right now, there is one game that we were for sure giving away. And then for every $100 that we raise for charity, we were going to add another game to the prize package. Right now, we are a little over $100, thanks to not only Anthony uh, from our listener episode a few nights ago. He pledged to get us closer to a game, and he was actually the one that kind of put us into the $100 range. But we also got a pledge from Swarm of Dice today. So between all of that and Matthew Robinson, of course, pledging when he was on, Matthew from Broken Prison Reviews, everybody got us over the $100 mark. So we are now giving away two games in that prize package. And again, for every $100, we will do another one. So at the end of March, we will look at what we've done and add all the games we need to. March 16th is our three-year anniversary, and we will be doing the Google Hangout. At that time, I will show off what games have already been unlocked for that prize package and possibly show off a few that can still potentially be added. So join us on March 16th for that Google Hangout. Again, we'll do Q&A, all that good stuff. It's just going to be a very nice, casual time to hang out and kind of celebrate our three-year anniversary. So how can you donate? How can you help us out for the pledge drive? Well, I'll go over to allisgeeks.com and you can, uh, there's a donate button there, any amount you would like. And there's the $5 shout outs and there's the audio ads, 15 if you record it, 25 if we record it. There's the Kickstarter website ads that you can take out. And there's also the rush fees. Like we said, we've had at least one person during this one. We had one person doing during the last one that, paid a rush fee for a review uh, for some time in the future. They just wanted to make sure it hit in March so that it could be part of the pledge drive. Because again, everything we bring in in, ple- in March, we are doing 50-50 to the Jack Vassal Memorial Fund. Uh, if you want to support us monthly, that is Patreon is your best bet for that. Patreon.com slash all us geeks. And again, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. That is where you can donate to us monthly and support us on an ongoing basis. And again, uh, depending on what milestones we hit over there, we will retroactively give more to charity. The next one is the $100 a month, which makes it from 50-50 to a 60-40 split with the Jack Vassal Memorial Fund. That is a lot of stuff to get out, and I have done it. Woo! (laughs) Congrats. Well, crazy, crazy. So, uh, once again... Sheppy, thanks again for hanging out with me. It's been awesome. No problem. And everyone else, I will talk to you tomorrow.